How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Paul Hamilton. Rob Ray joins Showman Bulldog. Game days at 4. Howard and Jeremy welcome Marty Bureau on Thursday mornings at 7.30 on WGR Sports Radio 550. And there they all are right there. What's in there? Sal Capaccio's in there. Jeremy White. Showman the Bulldog. There's Alan Davis. John and Brian Cozio. Pat Malacaro. Whole crew is in there. Really? And you know what? Paul is the only one upstairs working. The rest of the guys are on vacation. Working night Vancouver, Seattle tonight. Is that a rivalry? Like, it should be. Is that a game you turn it on and it's like extra buzzy? I don't think right now or yet, no. Uh, but it should should have the potential to get there, for sure, yes. Like you could be a Vancouver fan living in Seattle. If you liked the NHL and you lived in Seattle, mm-hmm. you would have maybe rooted for Vancouver, but do you just switch? Sure. You got a team now. <laughs> what if you're like 50 and that's your team? Suddenly there's a team that's close. Yeah. If Grand Island gets a team, Paul, if Grand, this is probably not realistic. If Grand Island gets a team, do I just root for that and not the Sabres? <laughs> what do we do there? Well, I, I can give you the example. Of course, I went to Iowa State, and Iowa and Iowa State are in different conferences. Of course, they're our hated rival when we play in football and basketball and all that. But quite honestly, when Iowa was in their conference, I rooted for them. Still do. This did kind of happen here when the Sabres were born. Would you say? Like, yeah. Leaf fans. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. As All a right. kid, you know, I was, I, I liked the Sabres and the Blackhawks, you know, and so it was, not they yep. played, you know, as a kid, I would have rooted for the Sabres, but, you know, when they're not, I rooted for the Blackhawks too. Makes sense. Well, Paul, rooting for the Sabres these days is really fun. They are yeah. winning. They are fun to watch. It's, it's all happening. That's the thing, and then I tell people just enjoy it. You know, uh, yeah, you know, the, whether they make the playoffs, they don't make the playoffs, whatever it may be. You know, it's it's at least fun to watch. Even last night, I mean, you know, they're getting to the end of their twelve games in twenty three days, and they had just played a hard game against the top team in the Western Conference. Went into their building and beat them after having to survive the first ten minutes of the game. Then they have to go right to St. Louis. And play the Blues, great. I mean, for mm-hmm. for the first uh, 24 minutes of that game, you're flying. They're up for nothing. Everything's going well. But, you know, it catches up with you after you a while. You had to know so, it was coming, right, Paul? You, ha- you yeah. had to think it was coming at some point. 
I lo- I loved them last night. Even you know, I loved them. I loved them that they they I I assume were we're talking a lot this week about out of gas, aren't we? Um, I you know the, as it pertains to the Bills too. Um, I I I love that they they were able to get it home. You know, like they hung on. The play Cousins makes for that empty netter is I mean just nails. So I even when they were getting you know they were just kind of hanging on. I I loved them. Uh, I, I, I'm just—it's a very likable group, and um, the way they hung in there last night, I thought was really impressive. And Don Granado did mention he thought the team got a little bit fancy when they got up for nothing. Yeah, maybe for a while they did, but then it became exactly what you're talking about. It turned into survival, and they were out there. They never gave up. They just went out there and did the best they can with their tanks close to empty. They weren't quite on empty because they actually did hold on to win and, uh, you know, gave up the three goals. And it was interesting. Shen said after the game for the Blues, he goes, yeah, I did think we were going to tie the game. But he goes, you know, quite honestly, they got up 4 nothing on us. We didn't deserve to win that game. You know, they, he goes, they deserve to win that game the way they played. And, um, you know, and, and again, I get back to Lucan and people might want to argue a goal, one of the, at least one of the goals. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'd want back, whatever. But when he had to make a save, there he was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tarasenko had like four golden opportunities in the third period. He stopped all four. You know, and that's the that's what I the way I look at goalies quite often. You know, do you come through for me when I need you to come through for me? Do you make that big save? Even though maybe you gave up a goal you didn't like at some point. Maybe you're giving up three a night, which isn't great. Right. <laughs> You know, when I need you in that third period when my team is on fumes, can you make that save? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's not. It's no longer like, um, I don't know, it's not a huge sample, but I feel like that has happened often enough in his games where, yeah, like you just said, Paul, you may not like the second goal or whatever, and they're getting three almost every time he plays, but, man, he was a monster in that third period, I thought. Yeah. I mean, Vladimir Tarasenko, when he stole the puck from Skinner, came right down the middle, right down Main Street. Lukanen was right up to, uh, above the top of the crease and said, nope, I'm giving you nothing to shoot at. He foiled Saad on a partial breakaway. Tarasenko twice on one-timers from the circle to, to his left. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, he just was there at every turn when his team needed him. And and look at the effort. And, and another thing, it's been a long time since we've seen. Look at the effort Cousins put in on that empty net goal. Right, right. From from the defensive zone to bull his way through to the middle of the ice to get past the red line, put a backhand, and put it in the net. That's not the type of effort I'm used to seeing from the Buffalo Sabres the last 10 years to win a hockey game. You mentioned how Granado might have said they got fancy after 4 nothing. Hopefully he would acknowledge that they were fancy to get to the four nothing lead because everyone. <laughs> this is not your favorite team if you're a simple play pucks to the net fan. Every one of those goals was one more pass at least, and these are just gems. So you know it's always my whole life watching hockey. It's always like passing is bad. Just shoot it. Maybe you'll get a bounce. This team, thankfully for us, is not like that. But it was also, it was taking pucks to the net. I mean, people and pucks to the net, and that opened everything up for you by doing that. Like, like Thompson, for example. 
you know, when he when he, he you know, he he all of a sudden comes right down the middle of the ice, brings the puck to the net, dishes off, you know, and that that overtime goal to power a couple nights ago. <laughs> I mean, he just came right down down the alley, yep. brought the puck to the net, power is over there, set it up, bang, in the net. And and, and just uh yeah, you know, the, so, Sorry, Paul. I didn't mean to step no, okay. on you there. Okay. I, I'm just waiting to say here. I, I the goals last night. Skinner came from the bench, and I know he didn't crash the crease, but like he busted it to get to the zone, to get to the spot, and like there's the pass, bang, it's in the net. The power goal was a. I mean, paying that in a museum. That whole shift was amazing, <laughs> but Paterka came from the bench. And got mm-hmm. to like the you know, mm-hmm. middle of that circle to get the pass from I don't know who fed him, but then he hits power in the goal mouth, and I mean it's a tap in. Um, I mean those are plays, and then you mentioned the Cousins play, like where there's just there's maximum effort to get to the scoring place, and that I mean so it, like it's fancy, but it's also you know they they they, they work to get where they needed to be to make those plays. It was Thompson that set up Paterka, you know, seeing yeah. him coming from the bench, and he came he came full speed, you know, again coming to the net, and it's a beautiful play, a beautiful pass, but you've got two guys and a puck coming to the net, and there's Power, who's actually the whole the whole if you watch the whole play, it's a cycle, it's a circle, mm-hmm. they're circling in a cycle, and, and nobody's like staying in position, everybody's going all right. From there's there's five positions and let's label them A B C D, and okay I'm in position A now we're gonna cycle over to position B and now I'm gonna slide over to position C and everybody did it in unison, so there's power standing in the crease, by the time Paterka gets the buck, and uh, a beautiful pass. Paul, I've got about three more minutes here. Do you think it's Comrie tomorrow? No, I think Comrie's done until the, until the, until uh, they, somebody falters. Okay. So you, I, would, I, mean, I would think I, that means you go back to Lukanen, yeah, right? Because you, you have a day in between. You have a right. day in between. So right. yeah. unless Lukanen is fatigued, yeah, um, I'm not there. I doubt they were on the ice today. I would think they have not been on the ice in a while now, other than morning skates, which is because they got to get their rest in between these games. Yeah. So um, that would be my guess. If but if they feel that Lukanen was fatigued, now he faced twenty eight shots, but he did face some beauties in there. Yeah. yeah, then then it would it would be Comrie over and Anderson definitely. But if he's had his rest, as 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 Don Granado said, the three goalies. If if it's all, everything's the same, and they've had their rest, Lukanen's in goal. Yeah, real quick because I know you know we got to wrap up. Power, Paul, like the the the, the goal Monday finally. Uh, this year, I know he had a couple last year, and then the play last night. Like I love that he's getting rewarded. I, I think for quite a while now, I think it, game in game out, he has just been dynamite, moving around the offensive zone, pucks in in, in his own end in corners. I mean, he's not a per, he's not perfect, but I, I just feel like there's there's so much there, and I think we're starting to see it. I heard everything you said except the the player itself. Who, who, who's your power? About? Owen Power. Power. Yes, yes. And you you could see the offense. Brian and I have been talking about for over a month now that it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, he hasn't scored, but it's coming. Exactly what you've described. It's been happening, and it seemed like he was getting better every game. 
you know, and, and to to where it's kind of gotten to the point now. So absolutely agree, but it, it was just something that's. But even though he wasn't scoring any goals uh, before that before that overtime goal that he scored, you could absolutely see the improvement in what he was doing in the offensive zone. Sabers are nine one and one at Western Conference teams this year, and their next five road games are their final five road games against the West. Winnipeg tomorrow, then Minnesota Saturday after a trip back home, then it's L.A., Anaheim, and San Jose. I think maybe somewhere it'll be in the notes, like whether or it is already, whether that's a like a all-time best for the Sabres. I mean, 9-2 nine, nine and two or 9-1-1 one and one at the West, I, how, how much better can you be than that? Well, Mike, when I was sitting there looking up big wins on the road, and I was I was doing it by looking at the standings, and I'm going through all these Western Conference teams, all these big wins, and I got over the Eastern Conference, and I'm thinking, they've hardly beaten any Eastern Conference teams on the road. <laughs> they beat Boston. Right. They beat Washington. Right. And have I missed a Detroit? And a shootout. And Montreal. Yeah. Mon- and Columbus. But they haven't, they haven't, like, taken down Pittsburgh or Tampa Bay or Toronto or the Rangers or Jersey or Carolina like they've done in the Western Conference. They haven't been to all those places yet, of course, but right. Like the, they have memorable, easily memorable, uh, significant wins this year against Western teams. They're almost perfect in those games. Mm-hmm. That Detroit game—that's their only shootout of the year, by the way, through forty-five. Okay, Paul, any questions for us? Fantasy no, questions. Uh... Bulldog wants. <laughs> I wish I was in a fantasy hockey league, but I just nobody nobody invites me. So I I'm only only See, do fantasy football. I don't do fantasy hockey. This is going to be a tie in to Trista. I don't want to do it unless I'm invited. I don't want to go unless I'm invited. I gotta. We're all we all have a little bit of that. I even tried to start a league, and people, oh yeah, we'll do it. And then nobody signed. Like one person signed up. It's like okay, I guess we're not doing it. <laughs> Too bad. Thanks, Paul. Yep. All right, that's our Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline, and his appearances are brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Relax Honda. Relax, we got this. I'm in one. Fantasy hockey? Yeah. I have Kairou. How's it going? It was a nice goal. Nice shot. Yeah. Last night. I might have been happy. Hmm. Conflict. You know, I manage. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.